0: hello welcome to my first podcast episode on this episode i want to take the time to talk briefly on a couple of the things that i've learned in my journey um towards spirituality and i feel like it's easier to make a podcast because i can speak freely about anything Without having to worry about, you know, the editing or how I seem or may look on camera. And it's just straight to the point. So what I wanted to say is that healing can be very difficult. And it's very, it's much topic um, that's being more open out right now and a lot of people are now jumping into spirituality and they are starting to dip their toes in it and like I find that it's so great but one of the things that I've realized is that it's hard to come to terms with the past and again like that's just a limiting belief talking but For me, even though it's hard sometimes, I would say that it's easy to just get up one day and decide that you want to heal, that you want to be better and you deserve to be better. And to feel great and you deserve happiness and love and joy and bliss and everything and anything you deserve in this world. And I feel like the number one thing that has been holding me back and stopping me from um, feeling really good about myself. And it's just because I've experienced a childhood where um, I would consider myself I actually, this is funny because I would say this so many times when I was young, is that I would consider myself a sponge. So I would soak up other people's pains, doubts and fears and worries and expectations all onto me. And it's just so that everyone around me can live in peace. And this is actually... trauma and it's it's known basically as a mediator so this is usually one of the characteristics a person can take on when they are placed in a very unsafe environment so like if you're living in an environment where everyone is a perfectionist or everyone is just mental or everyone expects something bigger of you or are very um, what's the word, they are very critical in in how the way things are supposed to be. So very, they have a very rigid mindset and they tend to lash out. So people like their own security, their own mindset. And I feel like that was one of the things that I would like to reassure people around me is that they have um, is that they're safe, in other words, that they can live their life according to how they chose and decided in their mind, just so that they won't feel uncomfortable and step out of their own comfort zone. Because I feel like I used to look up to a lot of my family members and I would look at their path and their journey and how far they've come and, and question um, my life, like, is this what I'm gonna be? Is this what I want to do? And it's also like a fear to see that if someone else doesn't make it, then maybe I won't make it. And it's also really kind of scary. And it's just like, it held me back. It held, it not only holds me back, it holds my family from actually expanding and seeing the truth that there is more to life than just this comfort zone, this way of thinking, their perspective on things, and that's kind of just what I really wanted to bring awareness to is when building your self concept and and basically self concept is the idea you have about yourself, um how you present yourself, how you connect with other people in relationships, gender, anything in particular that you have um relating to the people around you, outside of you, or any situation, jobs, money, um your happiness, any limiting beliefs um that is relating to you and how you how you show up in these categories of your life. It's kind of hard at first to just say, well, I am worthy because it's not you're not really getting to the root to the bottom of the the bottle per se like you're not really getting to the root of the problem you you're not really opening your eyes and basically um taking the credit away from all the circumstances that you felt validated your feelings. So for example, if you felt like you aren't heard and then you go out and you have a cup of coffee with friends or you join a family party and you speak and it feels like no one is listening or it feels like no one is um looking at you and their body language isn't looking at you, is not facing you and it just seems kind of hard to really tell if anyone is actually interested because you're actually looking towards the world outside of you to give you that kind of confirmation to basically tell yourself, okay, I'm safe. Okay, I'm heard. Okay, I'm seen. I can believe it now. So it's basically like you aren't giving yourself permission to feel that which you want to be, to feel that which you wish you already were. And that just comes from abandoning the self. Abandoning the self, your own self-concept, Um, Well, not really because your self-concept is basically the negative concept you have about yourself, the negative assumptions that you're making about yourself and other people. And that's just how it's manifesting and playing out in your world and not just out there, but even in, in your stomach, like the pit of your stomach. Your stomach is the solar plexus, is what represents confidence, power, strength, the drive, action. Um, masculine energy in other words that we both have masculine and feminine energies within us but it represents the ability to basically feel powerful in your body and strong and courageous and while you are being swayed by what other people think and feel it basically brings you down like to a really low vibration and that's just because you aren't allowing yourself to be within your own body you aren't allowing yourself to be who you truly want to be in that moment and that's because you are leaving the body you are leaving yourself to um please another to meet up others expectations and that's also just because your your self-concept of yourself is like i'm not good enough or i have to be this way because i wasn't accepted when i wasn't this way or i wasn't accepted when i was my true self and you just can't help it but to feel shameful about yourself and this always, almost always comes from childhood or a, a really traumatic event, um, and the most sensitive parts in our lives where we expect everyone to be caring, loving, and open hearted and open minded towards us and our feelings as kids. And it's just very eye opening to a lot of the the people when they realize oh like i'm actually replaying my childhood patterns like i'm actually feeling anxious because um somebody didn't hear me or ignored me when i was 5 years old and it's actually kind of crazy that we hold on to these kinds of things and it's like no matter what that like you want to think i'm mature and i'm older now and it doesn't matter well it does matter it does matter if you remember it's a significant memory in your life if you remember and that's where healing comes in the first step is awareness is realizing what happened and where it took place and most importantly is how you feel and i know like some people they struggle with visualization. But they are able to come up with this feeling. And the feeling itself is enough to go in, into the shadow, into that part of you, into the pain. And in the pain is where you will find the light, as um, poet Rumi says. Um, in the pain is where you can actually start to question what are the negative assumptions that I'm making about myself? What are the negative assumptions that I'm making about other people in relation to me or or how I'm showing up? And why is it that you have to assume the worst each time that you show up as your most authentic self? Why is it that you feel guilty every time you speak up? Why is it that you feel sad that you aren't being heard? Why is it that you're holding on to it? Because if you were actually confident and believed in yourself, you wouldn't feel the way that you do in that moment. You would just brush it off. An example would be: let's say someone accidentally drops water on on your shirt or your pants. You wouldn't say, um, "I deserve this." Like they they did it to me on purpose. Like, what if this is the person you're you're seeing them for the very first time? Is it logical for you to assume that they just don't like you if they don't even know you? It hasn't even been five seconds for them to actually even acknowledge your presence or for them to even get their shit together and realize oh like I have water on my hands maybe I should walk a little more careful maybe they were too focused on themselves the truth is that no one actually cares enough about other people to judge them and that's the truth that's the truth that you should implement in your life every day so that you can stop abandoning yourself so Number one is awareness, and number two is bringing in compassion and nurture and bringing in this incredible um, emotional intelligence that you have now as an adult. And if you don't have the emotional intelligence, if you, well, in other words, if you don't have the answer to your questions, make sure you give yourself time to figure it out. How can you make it less about you? How can you make yourself less of a victim? And by that, I mean, how can you understand others' perspectives? So by feeling less of a victim, it would be more like, oh, maybe this person yelled at me because they were having a bad day. Or maybe this person hurt me because they were hurt by their parents when they were young and that's why they feel like they have to bully others. They have to be an ugly person every day. Maybe they just don't feel worthy. Maybe they just don't love themselves. And even though that it's so heartbreaking sometimes, you should wonder why is it heartbreaking? Why is it that my heart hurts right now? And it's because you are tying your worth around your circumstances. And this is where you stop abandoning yourself because your thoughts are what are what is making you abandon yourself, your thoughts, your self-concept, and needing to look outside for for validation, for safety, for approval, but mostly for that confirmation. Like, oh yeah, maybe I'm actually not hurt because I wasn't heard when i was five years old because now this person isn't really looking at me when i asked them a question or maybe they ignored me and that's just you assuming the worst and as manifestation states or specifically love assumption you create your own reality and your own assumptions are what are what give is what is giving you that that sick and that sick feeling in your stomach And that's where compassion and understanding comes into play to your inner child. And then the last one I would say is rewiring your beliefs. And this is where I really want to touch on that it is so important. It is so important that you... Bring in the new beliefs and you state it from your heart. You state it from a space where you are in deep meditation, where you are the calmest, where you are the most relaxed, where you are in flow, where you can actually feel like you let go of everything and everyone and everyone judgments, everyone's judgment, everyone's worry, and you let it all go for that moment. And then you touch on your heart. And from that heart space, you want to affirm the exact opposite of what you believe in this moment to be true. What you've gathered from the awareness of your traumatic event. So if you've gathered from your traumatic event that I'm not worthy of being heard or I'm unacceptable or I'm not good enough. Well, you want to go into that event and you want to understand why you felt that way in the first place. Ask your inner child what happened that solidified this belief for you? What happened that created it for you? And why is it that you believe it so? Why aren't you believing me right now when I tell you you are actually good enough? Are you allowing yourself to feel good? are you still victimizing yourself? Are you still in that victim mentality? How can you let go? How can you get out of it? And that's why step two is important, because your inner child may be stubborn. Your inner child is going to think like, oh, it isn't fair. And I think that's because it's their fault. and, And again, that's, A victim mentality and I feel like it's very important to say that if you are someone who has had repressed emotions and invalidating experiences it's important to validate your experiences and say you have every right to feel that way you have every right to feel what happened to you and I get it and I understand you and I'm not going to leave you and I'm not going to reject you And I'm actually here listening, right by your side. And it doesn't matter what anyone says, I'm not going to disagree with you. Why? Because this is your truth. It's your feelings, it's your truth. However, feelings are temporary. So if you've ever felt guilty for feeling bad, or like invalidated and because you're invalidated you may feel shameful you may feel like your feelings aren't actually um good like they're probably not good at all or good enough to know um good enough to be said good enough to be accepted and that creates a lot of shame that makes you feel and believe like maybe you aren't a good person and maybe that's why excuse me Maybe that's why you aren't allowing yourself to be the best version of yourself, because maybe that's exactly why whenever you affirm something new, like I am worthy, I am good enough, I am incredible, it's because you feel like you don't deserve to feel good. It's because you felt like you had to be pushed down for everyone to be pushed up and that's where the rewriting the, your limiting belief into positive beliefs. And it's so important to hit on that perfect limiting belief that is literally stopping you from even feeling great about yourself. So that's all I have for today's podcast. And I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please subscribe to my podcast if that's even how you say it I don't know I'm kind of new at this or like um and yes I hope to be back for more and have more topics on this and thank you so much for listening bye